Hey, brown girls. If you hadn't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And lastly, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you need to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. going on it's your girl lady j coming at you kind of live and direct today is just me on the microphone it's just you and i you and i having a conversation um next month i'm hoping to have a guest on to talk about imposter syndrome we're just trying to get our schedules linked up synced up you know that good stuff but i was on a panel with her in october and um I liked what Sis had to say, so hopefully next month I will be talking about imposter syndrome with my special guest, but today it's just you and I, you and I, and I'm going to talk about what is success and what is failure. This is something that I, as a content creator, have really been struggling with the last few months, maybe the last year, I'll just be honest, the last year. So you know I love words. And I love to look up the definitions of words. So I looked up the definition of success. And the definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. And I would even replace aim and purpose for a goal. So the accomplishment of an aim, purpose, or a goal. And then I said, well, what's the opposite of success? Failure. So I looked up the definition of failure and the definition of failure is the lack of success. So that means that you lacked the ability to accomplish your aim, purpose, or goal. Then I thought, what does success mean to me? So success means to me that I set a goal and I reach that goal. Okay, but do I take the time to set goals? Do I take the time to sit down with intention and come up with goals in mind for specific purposes? For example, weight loss, uh, career goals, content goals. What am I going to do with for Brown Girls blog? Things like that. So do I take the time to set goals? And then do I put a plan in place to reach my goals? So again, if I go back to the weight loss example, right? I want to lose 15 pounds. That's my goal. But what's my plan to lose 15 pounds? Well, your plan should be diet and exercise. But then I'd even encourage you, if you're wanting to lose weight, if that's one of your goals, to take it a step further. Okay, how am I going to change my diet? Am I going to cut out carbs? Am I going to increase my water intake? Like really being specific about how you plan to reach your goals. And then I thought about what is failure to me. 
And then I, of course, just like the definition, not achieving your goal, not accomplishing uh, your purpose or aim. But then the question came to me, what if I'm successful, right? What if I achieved my purpose, achieved my goal, accomplished my aim, right? What if I've done all of that, but I still feel like a failure? And like I said before, this is something that I struggle with as a content creator. And I came up with four ways that I struggle with feeling like a failure as a content creator. And you know, I always tell y'all my business, um, I'm like the Janet Jackson song. Y'all gonna hear the pages turn. I didn't, I didn't type my notes for this when I hand uh, handwritten, hand wrote. I don't know, but um, I wrote them out. I didn't use a computer to type, so you're gonna hear the pages turn. So here I go. First way I feel like a failure. I tend to focus on the numbers. How many likes? How many downloads? How many comments, how many people followed, how many followers did I lose, how many I gained. Just recently, I did a empowerment panel, how many attendees showed up, how many didn't show up. That makes me feel like a failure when I don't see the numbers being what I think they should be. So if I create a post, there are some posts who have like, 500 likes, right? And I'm thinking like the highest I've gotten, you know, maybe like in the 40s or 50s range, maybe even 60s, I'm not sure. But I have over a thousand followers and I'm like, well, maybe I should have more. It's like, to me, it's not proportional. Like, I feel like if I have over a thousand followers on my Instagram, then I should have more likes, right? Right. If, if 30 people signed up to attend the panel, then why did only five show up? How many downloads is this podcast getting? Why do some episodes go over, you know, three digits while others just seem in the two digit area? You know, shouldn't I be getting, I would love to have like a thousand plays for one episode. And when I see that, it, it discourages me because then I'm thinking who is really paying attention? Who is acknowledging this hard work? I'm my brand is my heart and soul, right? So when you put your heart and soul and you're all into something and it's not being received the way you hoped or desired or wanted it to be received, it's like, well, damn, why am I doing this? I should probably stop. No one is listening. So I get caught up in the numbers. But the other day, ironically, after the panel, because I really struggled that day. Um, the panel was Saturday and then Sunday I woke up and I just felt like a complete failure, right? 30 people signed up, only five people showed up. Three of them were family members, right? So I really struggled with that. And ironically, I was scrolling through Instagram and I came across that a post that said, focus on the impact and not the number of likes. And 
that really resonated with me. And I created a post about it. Maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. But essentially, I was saying that I have to focus on the impact that I have on the people who do follow me on a regular basis, who did attend the panel, including the panelists, you know, the listeners who are consistent with listening to me, who are listening to me right now. I have to focus on the impact I'm making and not the amount of likes or downloads or attendees. That if I'm a content creator and I'm putting out content that is reliable, relatable, and useful, and that content is making an impact on someone's life, that's what I should focus on. And that goes back to me being a teacher. And sometimes I have to kind of remind myself that in the in in some way, shape, or form, being a content creator is a teacher because I'm teaching people through my content about different things. In this case, mental health, well-being, self-care, self-love, all that good stuff, right? As a teacher, you're not going to have every student like you. You're not going to reach every single student, but you're going to have those students who you make an impact on. And that's what I have to remember. Who do I have an impact on? Am I making an impact? That's what's most important. The second way I feel like a failure as a content creator is I struggle with consistency, which kind of goes back to focusing on the numbers. So I, I get discouraged, right? So when I get discouraged, it's like, I don't feel like doing this. No one's going to listen. No one's going to tune in. No one's, they're just going to scroll past. Two, the two go hand in hand, right? So I struggle with consistency because I get discouraged by the numbers. And then to be honest with you, y'all, it's hard to find time to set aside to record a podcast, to edit, to make the the posts that I do make. Now I'm starting to get into reels and stories. All of that takes time. Now, when I wasn't working, I had no problem because I had the time to do it. But I work a full-time job. I'm a teacher in this pandemic. I'm in front of the computer literally from eight o'clock until three o'clock. Technically, till four, right? That's the time I'm contracted to work. But I find myself at the table after dinner until eight o'clock at night because I'm still trying to get work done. And it's difficult when I'm done at eight o'clock, 8.30 to find the time to make posts reels, podcasts, all that good stuff. So I kind of struggle with finding time to do that. But how do I combat that, right? Because I always like to give you a flip side. I don't want to just be on here and complain or just tell you this is how I feel like a failure ended. So I'm trying to offer you a flip side to it. So yes, I struggle with consistency because I'm discouraged by the numbers. But I have to be patient. I have to be patient. And then I go back to the first point. I have to focus on the impact. When it comes to doing live events and panels, I have to be patient because this is a different audience now, right? I'm branching out 
So I just need to be patient and consistent and know that with patience and consistency, they will come. It's like that old movie. If you build it, they will come, right? And again, focus on the impact. Know that my message isn't for everybody, but it's for somebody. I also need to be intentional about finding time and being intentional about sticking to that time. So maybe I need to set aside an hour or two on Sundays, right? Every Sunday for two hours, I dedicate to creating content, like certain posts for the most, uh, for the month or, um, you know, doing reels. So I need to set aside a day and time that I know that I'm going to stick to it and continue to make sure that I hold myself accountable so that I am consistent with putting out content. Another way I feel like a failure as a content creator is I tend to ironically hide behind my content. If you notice, if you follow me on Instagram, you will rarely see pictures of myself. Why? I don't like the way I look. I'm just keeping it 100. I've gained weight. And I don't like the way I look on camera. God knows if I could shut my camera off during Zoom meetings while I teach, I would. And I pick apart my body. So I'm like, oh my God, I have a double chin. And then if I take a picture, it's like I pick that picture apart. I mean... I hope some of you all can relate. I can't be the only one. My husband will take 10 pictures. I will probably delete all of them and just say the heck with it. I'm just not going to post it. And then it's frustrating trying to find the angle, the lighting, the this, the height. It's just like, oh my God, I just wish I could lose the weight. But I haven't really set a goal to lose weight. I want to, but I haven't set a goal. I haven't made a plan. But anyway, back to the point. How do I combat hiding behind my con- my content? So I told you I don't like the way I look, right? But in essence, I just need to get over it. I need to get over myself and I just need to do it. I need to take a day or two or three, practice what lighting looks good, practice what angles look good, um, practice... I guess, posing or positioning my face. I think like models and actors do that. Like I look at Janelle Monet. She has the same pose pretty much all the time and she always looks fabulous. But if I don't like the way I look, then I need to set a goal to lose weight so I could be healthy. But I just need to get over it and just put the content out there, right? Because now I I put a poll, right, on my stories. Do you want similar content where I just do posts about mental wellness and self-care? Or do you want more stories about me? And people put more stories about me. And I went, oh, okay. But you all are my audience. You all are what drive me to do this. So I have to listen to my audience. So I've been trying to put myself out there more. I'm still working on finding the right picture, the right, the right angle. Um, but yeah, I hide behind my content, but I just need to get over it. I just need to just do it. And like I said, if I want to lose weight, I got to set a goal and put a plan in place to lose the weight. The last 
way I feel like a failure as a content creator is that I have a tendency to compare myself with other people, with other content creators. I look at their numbers, right? There's a woman who came out months after me. And man, she has like over a thousand followers. I think she has like close to 2,000 followers and like she's getting like 60 and 70 and 100 likes. And I'm like, well, what am I doing wrong? Who says I'm doing anything wrong? Right? That goes to that self-doubt. That goes to focusing on numbers and not the impact. I don't have to be doing, maybe I'm doing everything right. For whatever reason, that's her. I, 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 but I have a tendency to compare myself with other content creators and I look at their numbers and I compare content. What are they doing? What are they not doing? What am I doing? What am I not doing? Why is it working for them and not for me? And I sometimes get frustrated because I feel like I see other people's growth, but I don't see my own, right? So it's like she started after me, but she's like way ahead of me or she's where I want to be. And then I sit back and think, well, what am I doing wrong? You know, you don't see her face a lot through her content. She doesn't post every day, but it's like, dad, look at the amount of likes and followers. But again, and I'm not knocking her. Sis, I'm not going to tell you who I'm talking about, of course, but sis is doing her thing, right? But it's like, I can't focus on what they're doing. It's okay to learn from other people because the room for improvement is never full. But I need to learn to stay in the lane that was meant for me. There's only one person that can run hashtag for brown girls blog. And that's me. And I don't mean to say that in a cocky way, but nobody can do for my brand the the way that I can do for my brand. I have to learn how to stay within my lane. You're about to hear the page turn. But I have to learn how to stay in my lane, right? So after all that I've said, after all of that, do I still think that I'm, I'm, I'm a failure? No, I don't. Do I lack success? No, I don't. Am I where I want to be? No, but that doesn't mean that I'm a failure because when I take a step back and I look at how far hashtag for Brown Girls blog has come, I've come a long way. I started out blogging. Then I felt a shift and I felt the need to focus more on uh, social media content. And now I'm feeling another shift to do more live events like Instagram live shameless plug in a couple uh Wednesdays I think April 27th at 7:30 Instagram live having uh Giovanni she's coming on to talk about being a resiliency coach and giving us some life tips but I digress but my brand has come a long way and I can honestly say that yes the goals the aims, the purposes that I've set out for this blog, for my brand, has been accomplished and is being accomplished. 
There have been black women who have told me they've been educated, uplifted, empowered, and supported through the content that I created. And that means the world to me. And I love that. And if you listen to the empowerment panel, another shameless plug, it's uh, it's actually up on uh, any podcast platform. If you're listening to this, then you've probably seen the episode, but um, you can hear the women talk about how awesome it was and how much they've learned from each other. And I'm not bragging, but there are times where you have to toot your own horn and you have to acknowledge that you are a badass chick and that you do badass things. And sometimes you need to acknowledge that. So when women tell me that my content has helped them, that makes me feel good. And I need to remember that when those doubts and fears and insecurities come up. I have to remind myself of the brown girls that I have helped, that I have impacted. Whether those numbers be low or high, I have to focus on the impact. And guess what? Y'all, I'm not done setting goals. Now, I'm not going to get too much into it. But all I can say is that I'm thinking bigger and broader, so stay tuned. Right? Stay tuned. So you guys know I like to leave you with advice. So I have four things to say to the brown girl that feels like a failure. If you set a goal and accomplish it, celebrate it no matter how big or how small it was or is. It's still a goal that you accomplished. And I would even go a step further to try to find a tangible way to hold on to that accomplishment, whether it be taking a picture of, um, you know, you walking, I guess, you know, those trackers that iPhones have, like you can see how many miles you walked, you know, take a picture of that. But if there's some way, somehow that you can have a tangible, uh, something to look at that will help you remind you actually of the goal that you accomplished, then I would recommend that you find that tangible thing that you can look back when you, those doubts and insecurities come up, right? Go back and say, okay, I walked five miles today, or I finished my dissertation and I got approved. Now I have my PhD, right? There's got to be something that you can hold on to that you can, when those, that imposter syndrome comes up and you say, oh, well, it wasn't that big of a deal. If you accomplished a goal, it is a big deal. Know that you're not for everybody, but you're for somebody. I'm going to say that again. Know that you're not for everybody, but you're for somebody. Again, I go back to my teacher analogy. Not every student is going to like me, and that's fine. Not every student is going to love history after they come out of my class, and that's fine. But when I think back to the students that have come to me a year or two or three later and say, Miss such and such, I learned a lot in your class. Or your class was my favorite class. You made history fun for me. 
those are the moments that we have to hold on to, that we know that we may not be for everybody, but we're for somebody. And we need to focus on those somebodies. There may be others, but nobody can do what you can do. There may be others, but nobody can do what you can do. I don't know what you do, brown girls, but all I know is that only you can do it. Nobody can do it like you. Nobody can teach the way you can teach. Nobody can be a nurse and connect with patients the way that you connect with patients. Nobody can be a stay-at-home mom and balance, you know, volunteer and school and well, whatever it is that you do, brown girl, nobody can do it the way you do it. And my last thought, and I'm speaking very much to myself, but to you, brown girl, as well, who feels like a failure. Don't hide who you are because somebody needs to see you being you. I'll say that again for the people in the back. Don't hide who you are because somebody needs to see you being you. And however seeing you being you looks like to somebody, you may never know. But just know that when you put yourself out there and you embrace who you are and you're not letting those fears and those doubts and those insecurities get to you, even though your legs may be shaken, but when you put yourself out there, somebody sees you and somebody needs to see you despite the nerves, despite the fears, despite the self-doubt. If you put yourself out there because you know that what you're doing is the right thing, you're believing in yourself, whether you're a content creator, whatever it is that you're doing, don't hide who you are because somebody needs to see you being you. That's all I got, brown girls. This wasn't a long episode. But I hope you got something from it. I hope you learned something, like I tell my students. Um, But I do want to thank my day one listeners, my present day listeners, and my college underground listeners. Stay tuned for the next episode that will be coming out in May. This is April. Yep, May. Y'all, I'm almost done with school. I'm almost done. We're in the home stretch. But yeah, I hope you got something from this episode. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, comment. Make sure that you're notified when a new episode comes out. I will uh, put all my social media information in the description notes. And with that being said, Ron Girls, until the next conversation, stay well. <laughs>